It's the SeltzerCast with your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Now's the time to crack open your favourite carbonated beverages and take a sip. Mmm, tasty. It's bubbly, isn't it? Hi, everyone. Welcome to the SeltzerCast. I'm your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Today's guest is Kate from the popular Instagram account, uh, at Seltzer Flavors, or I guess Seltzer Flavors. I never know if I should say, like, the... uh, at before (laughs) kate designs uh seltzer art and other wonderful art on instagram um we're here to talk about mountain valley or the mountain valley sparkling water um welcome Mm -hmm. how are you i'm good thank you for having me here (laughs) yeah excellent so you uh suggested suggested this one and i uh i've never had it before uh i i realized that they have one what's that and you have one so we're going to be tasting this together Absolutely. Yes, I do. I have a big glass bottle in front of me. Um, I have one too. It's the kind of thing too that's really interesting because I went out of my way to find it and then realized that Mm -hmm. it's a lot of places. Like it is accessible to get, which is really great. Yeah. And I think that might have increased in the past couple of years. Like I think they had like a fancy ad agency come and like do a rebranding for them. For sure. Because it wasn't always easier to find. And I feel like it is like, you know, sometimes the store is out, sometimes I find it. I don't frequently buy it. It's like a nice treat yourself kind of beverage. So Excellent. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm yeah. excited to treat myself. Excellent. Yeah. And they also do, it seems like they do water as well, that like still water. So, um, yes. Yeah. And I, I think what's happened to me is that uh, something like this, I won't go out of my way to try if it is still. And so mm-hmm. if I see like I I would probably walk by it in like a supermarket and just be like oh it's just like a fancy like water bottle like I'm not gonna buy it but um as I've done this podcast there's been so many things that I'm like oh yeah that is a sparkling water like it's probably really Mm -hmm. good so yeah uh with that in mind uh before we talk about the history of it let's crack it open yeah I'm so (laughs) excited I like went to the grocery store last night just for this I got two of them too so thank you for Affording me this opportunity to be fancy. <laughs> yeah, I love a big glass right. bottle. Uh, it feels always yeah. like something nice, like have uh, in addition to like a dinner. So, yeah, yeah, you feel extra fancy drinking it, which Absolutely. is one of the exciting things about Mountain Valley, among many others. Which I, <laughs> I have a lot of notes, and you're gonna hear all about it, and it Perfect. might be incorrect. Sounds <laughs> we'll good. see. Cheers. All right, cheers. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's really good. Yeah, I so it has been a minute since I've drank this, and I know that we uh, likely will be talking about flavor bubble profiles here. For sure. So it's good to reacquaint myself with the bubble profile. I think it might have a lighter profile than some seltzers, but I feel like it does. It definitely like looking at it too. It's not like crazy, crazy carbonated, but I feel like right. the bubbles kind of like hit different. Like I think it's the kind of thing yeah. where. Um, <laughs> you get like almost like a, a rush of it when you have it, which is interesting. Yeah. Like it's tiny yeah. bubbles, but it's a lot of them, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know? I agree. And are you, I see, so I'm drinking out of a bottle, or a, the big green glass bottle right yeah. now. And you're drinking out of a cup. Do you prefer not to have these gigantic beasts in your um, hand? I, I will. I don't know if I'm going to like, uh, I mean, I could finish it, I guess. But (laughs) I'm like, you know what, like if I have some leftover, I'll have it with dinner later, I'll share it with the family, like whatever. So I was like, I'm not going to drink out of it fully. But uh, (laughs) I mean, compared to like you're having it, does it have like a distinct like bottle taste? Because like I know that like when I have Topo Chico, 
that is something where yeah. I just I love it in the glass bottle. Like it so I don't is it like something I should try out of the bottle or you know, I don't know if it's necessary. I like I feel like it kind of takes me back to like my party days. <laughs> like I'm like, oh I got a big glass bottle. I'm having fun. But like I'll like I'll drink this probably over the course of two days and like cart it around my house and like have it by my bed, have it in the box. Cool. You know, it's yeah. like you know, I don't slam it like a can of polar. No, no <laughs> a little no, bit no, more definitely. of a delicacy. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I do prefer this this particular uh, what form yeah, <laughs> of drinking yeah. seltzer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that something that I haven't talked about on the podcast a lot, but like, is something I really appreciate is like getting that bottle and having it for yeah. a long amount of time or sharing it with somebody mm-hmm. like it feels very like communal. Um, yeah. And I, I know that's probably the experience that people have when like, you know, somebody brings over like a bottle of wine to the house mm-hmm. or something like that, but it's something mm-hmm. that I really like, it feels a lot more special, even if it is like a plastic polar bottle, you know? Like, totally. Yeah. Totally. It's, it's the perfect amount for sharing and the, the perfect yeah. amount to like just spruce up your uh, meal a little bit yeah. more to feel more special. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And we, I, like, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I really like the taste. Like, it's very smooth, and uh, I, I feel like it the bubbles is. aren't too overcrowded in a way that, like, uh, you know, I really like big and carbonated bubbles, but mm-hmm. the taste of this water is so, like, fresh that right. it feels like it should only have that, like, little sparkle of, like, bubble to... You oh, don't yeah. want it to overpower the natural minerals. Exactly, exactly. What's special about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. It's I'm I'm a big bite person too. Like I'll just like I'll slam a, a topo and you know just like that like oh that face that you make when you've had like that much private like yeah that hit for me is pretty fun. Um, but you know nuance is nice sometimes too. I suppose for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you uh, brought some history on the drink. Do you want to discuss it? Yeah, so Hot Springs, Arkansas, which is where mountain the Mountain Valley is located outside of, um, is uh, a town. It's like I this is I'm already butchering it. I think it's south of Little Rock. I get in a car and go there, so I go in a direction. Um, but Hot Springs was built around the water coming out of the Wachita Mountains, which is a mountain range that it's built on um and hot springs was incorporated i think in like 1850 60 uh and the mountain valley has been around since 1870 so for a very long time and kind of in tandem with hot springs um my husband is from there so i've spent a fair amount of time there uh his family i think goes back as long as like the mountain valley and the town itself um and what's really exciting about this town is that it's built around the hot springs that it's named after. Uh, it was the first federally reserved land in America. So like before there were actually national parks, they had kind of like protected hot springs. And it was because of the water coming out of these springs. Um, so the water is, uh, I think they say it's like 4,000 plus years old. It's filtered like 2,000 feet from the ground through like quartz, granite, like all these cool minerals. So it's got this like very like rich and natural history to it. Um, and another thing that Hot Springs is known for is 
it's like a conglomeration. It's a national park now. Um, I guess another thing, there's a lot of things. Um, it was kind of like baseball's uh, original spring training location. And it also attracted the, the mob. So there's like all of this wild stuff kind of wrapped up in the history of hot springs. And it all stems back to the water, which at that point from like the 1870s until about like the 1940s, 1950s, uh, the water was known for having restorative properties like pre-modern medicine. People would go there like to heal. Uh, and the, the tagline of the town was quaff the elixir. So that was like hot springs was like, we have great water here. Come on, come on down and drink the water. Um, and that's kind of how it all started. Uh, and then, so I, like, this is so disjointed and you can stop me if anything is confusing. Absolutely I'm just not. Like, this no, is no, everything no. I it's very fascinating. Very fascinating. <laughs> um, so the water, the water is where it all started. Um, the, I believe the baseball came next. Um, so in like the late 1800s, you know, the, the winters are pretty mild there. Uh, and at that point they found that like soaking in the mineral baths of hot springs to be a nice activity for the baseball players, uh, you know, when they were training, when they were working super hard. So, uh, spring training was a big thing there. Jackie Robinson trained there. Babe Ruth actually, um, I don't know, like, I'm going to put you this story and I apologize to Babe Ruth and his, <laughs> his living relatives. Um, Babe Ruth, I think he was like brand new to the league and there was like an exhibition game in hot springs, like before the season really started. And apparently he was just like hitting for the hell of it. Like not necessarily was expected to be a big hitter for them. And he hit a home run into the alligator park, which still stands to this day. So if you want to go see some alligators, you can go to hot springs. Um, so that's kind of where the baseball thing came in. And then like once people started realizing that like Hot Springs was a resort town and like a destination, uh, the mob came. The mob came um, and Hot Springs had like, there's Garland County, which is where it's located. And then there's like the town of Hot Springs, which is a federal, like federal land. So Hot Springs had its own police force uh, who were very easily bought by the mob. Um, so <laughs> the mob came to town, they start building all of these casinos, like around the hot springs, there's bathhouses there. Like, it's just like, it is a destination. Al Capone apparently stayed in the hotel, the Arlington, which still stands to this day. Um, and it was like, federally gambling was illegal, but the law enforcement in hot springs was just like, so ready to be bought by the mob that they were like whatever like yeah we'll work for you so the mob ran the town for a really long time um and i think there was there was like a former sheriff who tried to clean the place up and then like he got he got off so it's just like you know like i think today they have this like tacky tacky gangster museum and it's all about how like back in the day the mob just ran this town and it all stemmed from this order. So at least they admit it. Long. Like they're they're recognizing yeah. their history, you know. <laughs> totally, totally. And that is like a very long and rambling history of like how it all ties back to like this fantastic natural water source. Um, it, you know, I don't, I, you know, I don't encourage murder. I don't think that it should lead to that. Uh, 
but the mob the mob had their own ideas about how the town should be run uh, and to this day hot springs national park so you can't sell water from hot springs national park because it's federal land right mm. but they have springs where residents of hot springs can, well anybody but like the residents like go and line up and like get all of their water there because you just get free water and it's like wow. really nice like mineral rich water um which is super cool so it's like you know like Sorry about all that mob stuff, but we'll continue to give you free water. Um, <laughs> so Mountain Valley's like headquarters is in downtown Hot Springs. They have this like beautiful, it's like a gift shop museum. I sure. guess their executive offices are like on the top floor. So they have a headquarters there, but because, you know, they can't be taking water from the source on federal land. They are about 12 miles outside of Hot Springs. It's like the same source. Um, it's the same elixir that everybody was obsessed with. But that's why I think it's, I, I just like, I'm like, you know what? Like, water is cool. This is special. And obviously, I'm a seltzer nerd. So I feel like the combination of the two, I'm just like, this is me. Like, this is, this is just what I <laughs> enjoy nerding out about. No, absolutely. So, I think yeah. that there's a lot of seltzer that we do have on the podcast that, um, you know, we can talk about, like, I always appreciate when there is the history about it because we're able yeah. to like, discuss that. Uh, I feel like yeah. there's a lot of seltzer that's just made in boardrooms that uh, <laughs> yeah. is, uh, you know, uh, made Which to respect. compete with. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But if it's made to, like, for the sole purpose of, like, competing with LaCroix or competing with whatever seltzer mm -hmm. Coke and Pepsi has, like, then, you know, right. uh, there's not this, uh, you know, troubled, good fun history behind it so i appreciate it <laughs> yeah. yeah and the, the book I, I so i mentioned this book the vapors which i'm still reading i was like i'll blow through this i don't blow through anything these days you know <laughs> i've been Life reading like the same book right for now. a year so i feel like okay yeah. yeah we're on the same page yeah quote <laughs> uh but this book the vapors is written by uh, a friend of my husband's david hill and it kind of like you know, his family's from Hot Springs too. So it incorporates kind of like his familial story and the way that the mob kind of built itself into this tiny little mountain town in Arkansas. Absolutely. Um, doesn't talk about, I mean, it talks about, you know, Hot Springs. Mountain Valley, I don't think is a key character, but you know, the water, the springs are just a key character and everything in that area. So definitely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so yeah, so I had mentioned it earlier. You do like seltzer inspired art, yeah. um, and it's great. I love it. It's always uh, nice to be on the timeline. Um, how did it start? Uh, what like what led you to start doing that? So uh, I totally ripped Shabani flavors. Are you familiar with the account Shabani flavors? No, they uh, no longer exist uh so but you it out you outlived them so <laughs> i did yeah. i did i you know like respect to the king they started it so they did like the fake chobani flavors mm. and i always like you know I, are you familiar with now fizzing the secret seltzer society um uh -oh. what <laughs> there's a we can talk no. about that later okay yeah, okay so, okay uh, i'm ready to, i'm ready to spill the beans it's not so secret anymore um, but so I had friends that I had made on the Secret Seltzer Society. It's a Facebook group. Mm -hmm. um, and I was always like, you know, Shabani flavors, like somebody needs to do that for Polar. But I don't know anything about graphic design. So for years and years, I was like, let's do this. And then I 
started drawing because um, I stopped drinking. The seltzer came first and then the sobriety. And then I was bored. So I started drawing and I was like, well, I just want to draw the seltzer flavors. So that's what I started doing. Um, obviously, it's kind of morphed a little bit more into uh, a way for me to express myself. Uh, it's not all seltzer flavors anymore, but, you know, I always like to make sure that they're there. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think that's a interesting thing in terms of like, you know, um, I have always liked seltzer and was like, you know what, mm-hmm. one day I'll start a seltzer podcast and it took me so <laughs> long and then I did it and I've been doing it for like a year. So similar right. type of story, you know, but um, seltzer yeah. people are great. I've made a lot of seltzer friends. It's yeah, a, wait, like... let's, let's go back to this uh, secret society. So the secret seltzer society is a Facebook group called Now Physics. Okay. Um, and there's a, you know, it's just like this incredibly positive space on the internet and i'm actually not on facebook anymore uh-huh. like i miss my friends on now fizzing but i don't miss like the weird people from my hometown so uh-huh. i have to kind of <laughs> totally get it <laughs> my husband i'll sometimes like check now fizzing on my husband's phone just to see what everybody's up to uh-huh. but it's a place for people to talk about seltzer and like that's really the the bread and butter of it but i've like formed real friendships and like met a lot of great people and it's just like a very special corner of the internet which i feel like there's so few of these those these days so so is it like a group it's a group it's a facebook group yeah okay wow all right yeah (laughs) no it's um... it's 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 you know those i know those people exist that like (laughs) seltzer i just didn't know there was a collective behind it so that's interesting yeah i mean the seltzer is uh you know, that's what we come there for, but it often comes second to the relationships and the friends that you make, which sounds so freaking cheesy. No, um, I get it. I get it. But like, I've met so many wonderful people. Um, my my friend, John Solomon, he is kind of the head of the show there. He is a legendary DJ. Um, he's been DJing at WPRB in Princeton for uh, 30 plus years. He does a 25 hour christmas marathon every christmas and so he's just like this wonderful cool character that like he's just so much fun and great and he's just kind of you know like he he started the group he's one of the admins of the group and you know we call him the fizz father <laughs> so <Excellent. laughs> hi john yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but if you haven't talked out any of it like his radio shows are wonderful he has a weekly show on wednesday so cool very cool. Austin talks about seltzer on it too. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Seltzer Cast with your host Sean Patrick O'Brien. Folks, let me ask you: Do you love movies? Do you spend your days thinking about how much you love them, the good ones, even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? Well, it sounds like Super Yaki is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies. They love movies so much that they've dedicated every waking moment of their lives to bring you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for cinema. From bumper stickers that tell the world about your love of the 1999 classic, The Mummy, to stylish hats that celebrate the fine works of Nora Ephron. They even have a super soft t-shirt based on the internet's favorite collective husband, Oscar Isaac. Superyaki brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus. 
The team at Superyaki screen prints all their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies. And listeners, I have a treat for you. Anybody who listens to this podcast can take 10% off their next order with code SUPERSELTZER at checkout. That's the code SUPERSELTZER at superyaki.com. That's S-U-P-E-R-Y-A-K-I.com. Superyaki.com. And vroom vroom, listeners. On Friday, February 25th at 12 p.m. Central Time, Superyaki launches its highly anticipated fast february collection do you love vin diesel do you love han do you love your family well this collection's for you check it out at superyaki.com all right so uh i pulled a few of your seltzer related posts um yeah i, I would love to chat about them Maybe you can describe okay. essentially like what um, the taste would be. Some are a little bit okay. more obvious, but uh, I, I would just like to hear it in your words. And then also just okay. like talk about maybe the process of like crafting them. Uh, yeah. you, you know. So this one is, uh, it looks like uh, ice cream. So it says every flavor of ice cream mixed together. Yeah, yeah. It would taste viscous very viscous mm-hmm. um you know hmm, what would the flavor profile be i feel like chocolate is such an overwhelming flavor you know like chocolate seltzer is like not like i always say that i'm like i don't think it exists i've had mint chocolate seltzer I've ha- i haven't had chocolate seltzer yes i've had mint chocolate too um adirondack which uh is like an upstate new york brand okay uh they make a white chocolate seltzer I've heard, yeah, somebody else brought that up on the pod, but I've yet to find it. I'm not the biggest fan of it, which I feel, you know, like I love chocolate. I love seltzer, but yeah, it's, it's not my fave. So it wouldn't, this would not taste like Adirondack white, white chocolate seltzer. It would taste better, but I think I do feel like, you know, like chocolate nutty, like you get those pecans in there. They just overpower everything. Absolutely. But yes, very thick. That's okay. how it would taste. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Ooh. All right. So this is a seltzer that is labeled live, laugh, love. Uh, yeah. Something that uh, <laughs> we, we've we all seen in our lives at uh, somebody questionable's house, right? Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say that this one tastes like pulling your Dodge Caravan into the driveway of your uh mcmansion um yeah uh i don't know what your day job is you're just like an administrative assistant but at night you really get into um your passion which is uh selling essential oils to your friends on facebook (laughs) that's what in a a pyramid scheme probably yeah yeah Uh, yes that's what it tastes like (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this is sweatpants. <laughs> sweatpants seltzer. This is my signature flavor. Um, I, you know, I guess it kind of depends on the day. If it's laundry day, it feels like very fresh. It, it has like a crisp, effervescent taste to it. Uh, if I'm on day 
day three of wearing the sweatpants, it's very flat and there's like the can has been open on your dresser for so long that like there's dust in it. Excellent. So, okay, yeah. this is the uh, cool uh, ass seltzer. Everybody's seen it. Mm. Everybody knows that cool ass. <laughs> seen it in like notebooks, graffiti everywhere. Yeah. What is it? We don't know. But what would the <sighs> seltzer taste like? This is tough. I mean, I feel like this tastes like um, like a feeling that can't be replicated, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a feeling that we all know very well, which is the first time you ever successfully drew a cool ass by yourself uh-huh. so like transcendent really yeah <laughs> probably something very crisp yeah i, I get it very I get crisp it. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cosmic brownie this one's a little bit more obvious but i was just curious mm-hmm. like essentially uh like wh- what what would it taste like to you just chalk straight up chocolate or no, well, you know, you would open it and it would like sound like that uh, beautiful crinkly noise that the chocolate brownie wrapper uh, makes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it would be chocolate, but um, the cosmic candy pieces on top, they would just be like suspended in it. Like you would just have like actual candy pieces in it. Like you remember Orbits from the 90s? No. <laughs> A drink with like jelly in it. I know I'm not aware of this. It was like these little jelly balls, and I thought it was the coolest fucking thing. Um, So it would be like that, like you know, they're not like they're not distilled down to flavor essence. They are fully in seltzer. I I'm about to (laughs) campaign to bring back orbits because whatever this is, truly fascinating. Yeah, you know, and it's like that's that type of stuff, and like you know clearly Canadian which is not a seltzer that's just a shit like I loved that stuff when I was growing up and I'm like I was just waiting I was just waiting to find seltzer all along absolutely (laughs) alrighty yeah Uh, wonderful Ah! I love this one this is uh, the flavor known as Bob Odenkirk as the dad in Little Women saying my little uh, woman uh memor- <laughs> one of the most memorable scenes in uh the history of cinema maybe incredible scene i this just tastes like i feel like i can't give it like a like a solid profile like i can't name a flavor it just tastes like delightful surprise like whatever you were expecting you you're gonna open that can and you're gonna feel as good as you did when you saw Bob Odenkirk show up on the screen in Little Women. So the so. best sel- the best seltzer we've yeah. ever had. That's what it's like. Yeah. yeah. My friends and I, like right before the pandemic started, my friends and I went to see Little Women mm-hmm. in the theaters on like a Sunday matinee, like in the birds. So it was like us and a lot of live, laugh, love ladies. And <laughs> I feel like like whenever one of my friends had seen it so she's like there is something very cool in this movie and we were like great can't wait (laughs) so when bob odenkirk showed up like we all just like screamed and nobody else in the theater like batted an eyelash i love (laughs) it love to hear it there's there's something so special about going to like a matinee and just in a theater with like or or regardless like just like being the youngest person there yeah. and everybody being like 70 plus yeah i i know that feeling yeah. quite quite a lot yeah for I, sure. I hope that they've since learned more about uh bob odenkirk's catalog 
Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he appeals to everyone. So <laughs> corn dog seltzer. Uh, yeah. What are, what are we feeling? Uh, leaning more into the batter, the hot dog? What? I mean, the batter is what makes the dog, right? Sure. Because without the corn batter, it's just a hot dog. Yeah, I'm going to lean into the batter on this one, I think. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah. And somehow we can get it on a stick. I don't know Sounds how. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not an engineer, but we can make it happen. <laughs> night cheese. Ooh. So I was curious about this because <laughs> n- night cheese implies, you know, it's late night. You're eating some cheese. Yes. What what type of cheese? That's what I would like to know. So night cheese. Are you familiar with the television show Thirty Rock? Yes. Yes. Is that is that a Thirty Rock yes. joke? So night cheese is a joke ah. from Thirty Rock. Yeah. Um, and night cheese was a joke that was made at the height of uh, when they were really pushing that Liz Lemon was somebody who hung around in Snuggies, which they called Slankets on the show. Sure. Um, so uh, night cheese, I mean, it just kind of tastes like um, like a sense of superiority, uh, but also like deep, deep insecurity, a la my idol Liz Lemon. Perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah. Love it. And yes. finally, uh, I Ooh. had to bring this up because this has become the white whale of our podcast um, in terms of uh, <laughs> this is something that uh, I'm not sure if you're aware before I present what it is. Uh, okay. was supposed to exist a year ago. Um, yes. Was leaked on the Walmart <laughs> website. Uh has not come out since it is of course uh minion seltzer minion seltzer is supposed to come out but it's not it's not around anywhere and i pray that someday we will be able to taste minion seltzer uh i think the idea of banana seltzer sounds absolutely terrifying disgusting (laughs) i mean yeah like what does a minion seltzer taste like i i don't know if i would go to banana right off the bat but i do feel like the flavor profile of banana is uh, persistent, borderline offensive. Uh-huh. And like, yeah, that kind of tracks with minions. Like, I'm a big fan of them. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> they are a persistent group. Agreed, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I agree. Maybe it's banana. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, it's, <laughs> it's definitely the kind of thing, too, that... Uh, I, I'm not sure if this has been discussed, but I think that, like, I keep saying that the reasoning is because the new Minions film keeps getting delayed. Right. What if it was just bad, and that's why they didn't <laughs> release it? Like, it could have just been terrible, you know? Right. But I feel like us seltzer folks are like, I'm going to try it. Like, whatever flavor you release, I'm going to buy it. Absolutely. Like... Yeah. Anything new. Any, like, I, I think limited edition is something that comes alongside, like, sodas a lot. But seltzer, right. not so much. So any type right. of, like, limited edition seltzer is like, oh, yeah, you got to try it. But um, yes. banana, I'm not not a big banana person in general. So I don't know. No, me neither. <laughs> but I'm absolutely, as soon as that comes out, if it comes out, if the executives, it, I don't, is it a Disney film? I, no, DreamWorks. Yeah. Uh, are listening. Please give us the banana seltzer. They probably just focus grouped it to like people who are not seltzer drinkers. And they were like, this shit is disgusting. And then they tabled it. And they just didn't even consider that we're all out here like ready. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I'm waiting for it. Totally. <laughs> so is there a seltzer that you've designed that you would like actually love to happen and like love to try? doesn't have uh, to be one of the ones that I showed, but just in general. I don't actually, I think I might've made this flavor at some point. Melatonin. Like I, I there's infused seltzers. There's, you know, I know Spindrift does the fruit. There's weed seltzers. There's CBD seltzers. I just want a seltzer with melatonin in it. Like, Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love going to bed and I love taking melatonin and I love drinking seltzer. So like combine those three and I don't care if it's like, you know, recess is like $6 a can. Uh -huh. I'm in. I'll buy it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Love to hear it. Um, okay. So one of the debates that we do have on this podcast is essentially uh, – if you're in a restaurant and you order seltzer, should it be free? <laughs> so I'm a former service industry professional. Excellent. Um, and I will say that uh, if the person I am serving is nice, I will likely forget to add the seltzer to their tab. Okay. Because also, like, how much does that cost a restaurant? Like, probably like a penny like not even a penny um but yeah so and it's also like you know if i have a big group and they're all dining and the tab is like a hundred whatever blah, 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 i'm not gonna talk to you for a fucking seltzer mm -hmm. if somebody was mean they're absolutely getting charged for a seltzer um and like something that uh my friends you know like being a sober person that goes to a bar for like a show or something yeah i'm like you're not getting money out of me otherwise so like i I will pay, I will woefully fork over $2 for a glass of seltzer. Um, depends, good for them. Depends on the situation, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I don't think, I think overall it should be uh, free. Yeah. But Agreed. Yeah. if you're mean <laughs> to me, I will follow the rules. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, I would love to just like rate the seltzer one out of 10. Uh, what okay. you thought about it. And uh, okay. yeah. So do you want to start? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I, I'm feeling bold. I'm going to drink it out of the bottle. How about that? Wow. Yeah. yeah welcome to the club. You know, mm. so, I, so I have to, I have to, I'm going to say it first. Yeah, sure. I, I feel like it's like a six, which I, I feel like I'm abandoning my beloved Valley region, but that bite is very important. Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> What's yours? I, I'm going to say, <laughs> hmm. so I'm going to say, I think like. I'll say in 7.5. I like want to go towards okay. 8 because I really do like right? it and I think it's super fresh. But I do think that when being presented, which this happened when I bought this, between this and like Topo Chico, I would go with Topo Chico. Yeah. Um, right. I do I do really think that the water is super fresh here and that's what makes it. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, there is kind of like a special category in terms of like, Yes, it doesn't have 
all the right. bubbles that I'm looking for because I prefer that. But sometimes I just want like this, like a lightly like carbonated like drink. So absolutely, I, yeah, I do really like it. I, I really, I don't have issues with it, but you know, uh, yeah, like 7.5 <laughs> probably. Right. And I think, you know, like, are we like, if we wanted to maybe hash it out into different ratings for different things, would I like, for feeling like I am solving all of my problems by drinking a beverage. This medicinal water from the Wachita Mountains, 11, right? For getting the like kind of painful bite that I like from fizzier seltzers, you know, five. Sure, so, understandable. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. I'll, I'll move up to a seven with you. I feel bad. I feel bad going six. And I also did not refrigerate mine i uh, am like a wuss in the winter uh so i'm sure yours is much crisper with the mm-hmm. refrigeration mine is super cold yeah. is. i i did refrigerate yeah. mine i didn't refrigerate it for like a day because like our garage is very cold anyway so it was in my garage yeah. it, it was i i put it in maybe like three hours before recording okay so it's not as cold as it could be but it is pretty cold right um yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. There's a lot of variables. It's There's nothing bad about it. I think that it is very good. Uh, yeah. It's just kind of, you know, right. a sparkling water that does the job and tastes, you know, yeah. maybe a step above your normal, like, sparkling water brands. But, yeah. Um, I, I would like to ask, though, what what is your, like, tops? Like, what what is your, like, all-time ones? Because uh, I know we've covered a lot on the pod before. So if we've covered them before, that's fine. But I'm just very curious. You've covered them. Yeah, I mean, top of the line forever and always is Popo Chico. Wonderful. And it's like, you know, do I feel like, do I want to be divisive and say something else? Yeah, of course. But do I know who I am? Yeah. Popo Chico is the best. I mean, it's also like if you, you know, I I know that you've interviewed uh, Brooklyn Seltzer Boy. So you Mm -hmm. know a bit about how like Seltzer came to be in America. And like, you know, we don't really have mineral water like they, like, like they have in Europe. We don't have car- carbonated. I don't think that's the word. Carbonated springs, for lack of a better term. And Tempo Chico is like the closest thing we get to that. Absolutely. So, heck yeah. I love Tempo Chico. I mean, I don't like rip Tempo Chicos all day, every day. You know, like that's... They're like a special like, occasion almost. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Totally. Totally. Um, everyday drinking polar, and it's like sometimes the polar seasonals don't grab me, but like any any of the regular polar line, if it's in my fridge, I'm so happy to drink. Yeah, yeah, I think polar's the best, just yeah. brand wise across the brand. Absolutely, and they they are a company that does do you know. I think limited time offerings maybe way more than your average seltzer brand. So I do really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I'm glad that we were able yeah. to talk about it. My logo is inspired by itself, uh, Polar. Your art is inspired yeah. by Polar. So it all kind of com- comes back to that. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It all, I mean, I think Polar, yeah. I think Polar is just like kind of like the, the, the top of the line, you know? There's so many more seltzers in the past few years, but Polar's been doing it for so long. It's just like, y'all can't catch up. Come on. Yeah, they're reliable, and I feel like their seasonal flavors also allow them to do a little bit mm-hmm. of, like, weirder things that, like, other brands aren't because they yeah. know it do- it's not going to, like, stick around forever, you know? So, yeah. 
Was that, so I know you said you've had a mint chocolate flavor. Was it the polar mint chocolate? No. I didn't yeah. know polar had mint chocolate. Okay. I so, had, I had. Yeah, I don't need to know. <laughs> what is this brand? They are called Mirth. The only yeah. way I've been able to find them is because the CEO was on the podcast. So, <laughs> Uh, he like you have to like order it online. Cool. Uh, he's definitely like starting out, but Mirth is uh, okay. it's good, you know. Uh, mint they have mint chocolate, grapefruit, juniper, and ginger lemongrass. They're they're good. I recommend it. Juniper. Yeah. Wow. I had this brand. Um, so my husband uh was in Montreal a few months ago, um, and he brought back lay lay seltzer. Um, which is, I think, you know, I think they're just Montreal specific was a smaller brand, but they had, they have a very good orange vanilla. It does rival Polar's orange vanilla. Um, but there's like a yuzu blossom flavor by then. I don't even know what a yuzu blossom is, (laughs) but I'm like, load me up with it. Like this is fancy. It's new. And they have like a really cool aesthetic design. Uh, but like getting into like weird herbs and like like I love herbally stuff, I want more of that. So if Absolutely. anybody wants to make an herby seltzer, have I you, will buy it. Have you had Ourobora? <laughs> no. So uh, they have like those really pretty slim cans, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. A lot I've of their stuff them, takes cons- very herby, so you'd probably okay. really like that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I yeah, need it. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> how do you, I, yeah. I mean, how are you in, like, I know there's people there who are seltzer purists and, like, don't think that spin dripped and, like, stuff that has, like, real fruit juice or real, you know, like, there's people who think that's not seltzer. Where do you fall on that? Um, I, you know, when I started this podcast, I was definitely... Like, I'm only going to do seltzer. I think it's the kind of thing where um, it's kind of expanded into doing, you know, carbonated beverages in general. I think that, you know, Mm -hmm. I do think from day one, I think Spindrift was even our first episode. Like, I do consider Spindrift. Yeah. I I like Spindrift. Yeah. (laughs) I I do think it is seltzer. Um, Mm -hmm. I just think that, uh, you know, I understand why... Others would maybe consider it less, but I'm all for trying anything. So, you know, Mm -hmm. there was a day where I was like, no, I would never do, you know, like my, I, I would draw the line at being like, you know, Coca-Cola, I will never have on the seltzer (laughs) cast. But, uh, to tease it, there is a, uh, Mm -hmm. new Coke drink (laughs) that Coke's marketing is saying tastes like space. So I can't not try that on the podcast. I gotta, try, gotta it. try it. You know, yeah. <laughs> if it's something that's limited time, I think that's when I'll do it. Do I think I'm gonna sit down and be like, I'm gonna have you know just straight up Coca Cola on the podcast? I, if I do that, uh, I shouldn't be doing this seltzer cast by then. But I, you know, if you I, want me to come back and do like a weird summarized history on the medicinal properties of Coca Cola, like let me know. See, I that, did my that... research for hot springs. All right, so I take I take back what I said. If you did that, yeah, we could uh we could rearrange that for sure. But yeah, I you a know poorly summarized history of Coca Cola, <laughs> as told by Kate. Perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah. I you know I'm 
down to try whatever i recognize yeah. like i did like a ginger ale miniseries i recognize that that was not seltzer but we made a point to yeah. be like it's not seltzer i'm specifically not drinking yeah. seltzer for a month but you know uh I, yeah down to try anything and uh yeah. i think that if anybody likes it then it's good enough and you know if it's uh some of these drinks that have things in it are you know i i think uh for example we had mentioned uh mirth mirth mm -hmm. uh i think I could be wrong. Sorry, Mirth, if I get this wrong. But I think <laughs> their calorie count is like, it's like 10 or 20. Or yeah. It's like very low. Right. But they're adding right. things to make it a little bit more flavorful. So I can't knock them for that either. You know, right. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, if I also, people like it, then they like it. <laughs> yeah. And I also, like, I, like I said, seltzer did become, come before sobriety, but I do not drink anymore. So it's like, you know, before it's like I was going to the bar and spending like a hundred dollars to slam like shots of stupid ass tequila. Like, yeah, I I can drink a seltzer that has twenty calories, or I can drink a seltzer that's seven dollars. Like, it's it's something that I enjoy. It's so worth the splurge. And it's such a it. you know, it's, yeah. it's it's seltzer is such a innocent hobby that it's like why not? Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> It's a great hobby, yeah. and us sensor folks are special. So absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kate. Thank you for coming on the Seltzercast. Uh, before you head out, what would you like to plug? Uh oh, what do I want to plug? <laughs> um. Oh gosh, you've caught me off guard. I'm doing so little. Uh, I'm gonna plug that I do plan on drawing another of my shrek tarot series soon i don't <laughs> that's a terrible plug um just yeah if you want to join me on my instagram and watch me overshare please do that's my plug perfect. is that a good one <laughs> no that's perfect <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't ready to plug i was ready to talk about hot springs arkansas i'm gonna plug hot springs arkansas rescind all of my other plugs <laughs> I recommend that everybody go to Hot Springs, Arkansas and enjoy the beautiful history of medicinal water. And and their tacky mob museum, too. Yes, and you can jo join my Instagram if you want, but Hot Springs is more important. So. Absolutely. All righty. So, <laughs> yeah. at, at Seltzer Flavors, thank you, Kate, for All joining right, the Seltzer you, Cast. Sean. This was great. That's Whenever me. you want to come back, you're welcome. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Excellent. This has been the SeltzerCast, hosted and produced by Sean Patrick O'Brien. Be sure to join us next week, my bubbly friends. Farewell for now. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for the music, Tim Wells for the voiceover, and Kira Coffer for the art. Thank you to Superyaki for sponsoring the SeltzerCast. Be sure to follow our Twitter, at SeltzerCast, and our Instagram, which is Seltzer.Cast. See you next week. 